Welcome back to Welcome the Charles back to the Owen Experience. Charles Hogan experience. Don't, you thought you, you thought don't do have, it. You don't do it. Take the candle. Don't say it. Ah. Say it. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Good to see you all. Charles Hogan experience. Like, subscribe, Spotify, top hand, left hand corner, YouTube, subscribe, like, do all that. I forgot my T-shirt. So first, a word from our sponsors. We were paid. Oh yeah. We were paid handsomely for this. Uh, I'm sure you're all aware of the camera. Uh, Christian Osbeck, the winner of the first Olympics. Well, he's actually kindly agreed to sponsor our show yep. like for nothing in return. He just gives us money as a sort of token of his gratitude. I guess it's trickle-down effect, if you will. Once you get enough money, it just stops meaning anything to you and the only joy you get from it is giving it away. So billionaire philanthropist Christian Osbeck, thank you. Thanks for the sponsor, Christian. Yeah, he didn't want us to say anything, so that's it. Yep. Uh, that was that was essentially it. Just letting everyone know that he gives away money for free. If you want to inbox him, the Wizard of Odds Beck on Instagram. What's going on, man? You forgot your shirt. That's fine with me. Yeah. Um, I hope everyone minds. Doesn't you look good, man? You look really good. Thanks. Eight point six percent body fat. Shout out Hisham. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I haven't actually checked. That's just a guess. I sort of eyeballed it, and now. You know, no one's argued it so far. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah, you're not eight percent. What are you talking about? That's that's yeah. kind of pushback you'd expect. Uh, um, so what's going on? You've been training. Fucking hell, okay. Training hard, mate. Training hard every day. Oh, wow. Went to Bournemouth, lovely little quaint town, okay. seaside town. A lot of old people. I got a massage on my shoulders. A bit of some weird techniques there prescribed i wasn't aware of some sort of finger clicking as if you know as if she was dapping me up let me show you the technique give me your hand she just sort of took my finger and put it in her mouth and then made a lot of eye contact now nah, she did this see is, is that good to you does, does that does that seem good to you because uh, she did it to me and i was just like if you if you do that again i'm gonna fucking headbutt you can't jesus christ yeah anyway she's like she's like oh sorry mate and uh <laughs> <laughs> lovely lady uh That's highly that. recommend all right shout out it was called massage. oriental spa or something like that was the name there it Proper is Proper good we did a, a technique breakdown yesterday yeah. 90 minutes stop asking guys because we're doing them we're doing them but it's finally him we did it on good. elijah dorsey and yeah, man, it was just crazy entertaining start to finish. It was good. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if you fellas like it. There's some great matches coming up. There are some great matches. There's so, uh, plenty more to come. There's a little clip of uh, Osbeck slapping me in the head, which we might include. So if anyone yeah, wants to see that. that, let's include that. We it, can... it, it, it's very funny. It actually gets really <laughs> heated. And uh, afterwards, man, like, like I have to fight Christian off me because he keep, keeps trying to like you know grab my ass and that sort of stuff. It's so it was so funny anyway. Yeah, it's really funny. Trust me, yeah, it's really funny. One of the comments was, "Hey, you guys should uh, stop answering questions." Did you see that? Yeah, you reposted it. Stop, stop answering questions and maybe just have a more natural conversation. Yeah. We're actually autistic, so we don't really have <laughs> conversations. With like when the camera's off, it's just silence, and then like we'll do this thing where I'll just stare at Charles until he leaves the room. Or Charles will do the same to me until I leave the room. And yeah, it's not even an awkward silence because you need social you awareness. Awkward, no. Yeah, you need social awareness for that. It's just like finally a bit of peace and quiet, you know? Let's go, man. Let's get into a question. You want to kick it off? Uh, when's, Owen, when's Iron's gym moving to Labrook Grove? I would train there daily. Is that a thing? That was literally never a thing. Whoever <laughs> asked that, you can do one. Uh, All right. 
Yeah, moving uh, on. Good moving question, on. though. Good ha- question. How to rehab elbow injuries? I would need to know the extent of the elbow injuries. If it's some tendonitis, you need to get yourself... Um, uh, hold on. One second. Hold on, wait. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You need to get yourself one of these TheraBars if you're, if you're watching. They're delicious. YouTube. These are fucking sick. This will sort your shoulder out like nothing that your elbow out like nothing else is that what those are called yep the therabar rice bucket ribbed and dotted yep ribbed and dotted i did a uh video fixing grappler's elbow on my instagram that you should go check out and i guarantee if you do that properly that will fix your grappler's elbow if there's more of an extensive injury than just tennis or golfer's elbow then obviously see an injury even so see an injury specialist and they should be able to help you out good quick fixes out there for a lot of things there are it's strange more importantly Seen injury specialist. Yeah, not not random podcast online. Although it's a good start. It's a good start. You're asking someone. All right, let me go. Can you inside spin from saddle, or better to go fifty fifty first? Oh, you can inside spin from saddle. I would save that for. So an inside spin is an invert, right? I would save the invert for when you have been pushed onto your shoulder. The risk of doing an invert, right? If your partner's going into you whilst you invert, and their legs on the floor high potential that your back gets taken. So you want to get them in a position where they're running away and then you do an invert. If you'd like some examples, watch me trials run, lad. Just literally like every match, same shit, just invert from saddle, get the leg. You actually did the same thing every match. Literally exactly the same thing. It may as well have been fighting the same person. It's not true, but you know, I did do a lot of inside spins from saddle. So if you want to see that, just, just go ahead, go back to the whatever 2001 Trials. 2021 trials. Just type in Owner Flanagan to flow grappling and you'll see him. Was it 2021? Yeah, yeah it probably, it was, probably was. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. Actually, it was 2021. So, yeah, there you go. Go watch those matches. Watch that. Okay, if you were to have a real job, what would it be and why? Go on, Charles. Oh, accounting. I love accounting. Accounting, yeah. Didn't yeah. you have a real job once? Nah. Oh, uh, yeah, I worked uh, in sales briefly for six months. Didn't you do another job? No, Waiting no. tables. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Topless waitering. Topless waitering. Well, yeah. what is the occasion? Now I have a new job, topless podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> if, anyone would like, if anyone would like to sponsor topless podcasting, topless podcasting yeah, we can, we, can go even, we can even go bottomless if we get paid enough. Maybe that's what Christian sponsorship was all about. How much is enough? Well, it depends how many clothes exactly. and who the viewers are. I guess the more viewers, the more money. So send it to your friends and then I don't really know how that benefits you. (laughs) If you were to have a real job, what would it be and why? For me, probably I would uh, probably do something that earns me loads of money. Soulless. Yeah, soulless job that earns me lots of money. But something like work from home that I can just sort of pretend to be online. Like I don't want to get paid per hour. I want to be given a set of tasks for the day. And if I complete the tasks quicker, then I get more time off. Yeah. That's like a proper job to me, not just time. Like you have to use all your time for this job because yeah. that's not the point, is it? The point is that I get stuff done for the company. If they just want to waste me fucking time, then I'll go find a job somewhere else. That's true. F- getting, paid, getting paid to be somewhere in a room yeah. for time. To be, I mean, I will have Fuck the laptop that. open and if anyone messages me, I'll get back to them as soon as I see sort of thing but i will not be attentive on the laptop all the time yeah what would you do if you had a real job 
I couldn't imagine that. I, I just couldn't do it. I'd freak out. I'd just be a cokehead, probably. Realistically, <laughs> I'd just be a cokehead like everyone else with a normal job. Like, what, what else are you doing, realistically? Yeah. You've got a normal job. You don't need to be fit and healthy. You're just a corporate drone. You may as well just be a cokehead. Shout out. There we go. Right. Corporate That's drones. my advice. Anyway, health and fitness. Really enjoyed Christian's No Gi Judo DVD. <laughs> this guy's a fucking joker. I bought it three times. <laughs> Actually, fucking hilarious. Uh, Wait, where's the punchline? Any tips, foot sweep timing in live rounds? I'm sure he covers that in the DVD. That's weird, man. <laughs> You'd think that someone with his credentials would cover that in the DVD. You know, he uh, was one of the first people to spar Ilias Iliadis and actually, like, upon him and hold him down, Osakomi, for over 15 seconds. That was huge. Uh, yeah. Ask him about it. Send him an inbox on Instagram. Again, he'll let you know. He's not shy. He'll tell you. Honestly, yeah, in, any in tips boxing. on foot sweep timing in live rounds? I think that it is a lot of, you know, predicting. So you're going to have to try it often. But generally when people's feet are coming together or when they're turning, turning their legs to face you. So if they have like their posture's low and they're lifting their posture and as they lift their posture, so you have like a basically ability to pull them from lifting a posture Bang. and they're twisting to face you, that's the best time to get the oku whatever the fuck where you kick both of their legs together and get a clean foot sweep that's, that's the timing they need to be twisting so i like to pair it with moves that get a bit of back exposure and as they try and hide the back exposure they give you the spin that is required to kick the both legs together sick yeah very rewarding yeah it's very good there's i mean it almost feels bad if someone's like top heavy and you foot sweep them fucking hell there you go down like a fucking yeah shit shout out breaks. baby rhino if you've ever seen like a bear on hot coals it's similar to that <laughs> little stefan little stefano yeah little Stefan. gwen stefan okay supine crab ride opponent grabs both ankles elbow deep like in gordon ryan's instructional but both lying down this sounds super fruity but i'll answer it anyway uh so what I would like to do in those scenarios is pull myself into a deep like S grip. If you physically can't, then I would probably bail on it and try to go to a leg drag position, like try and go from double crab ride hooks to one leg drag and basically pulling your pulling their knee around your leg because I guess you can't pull your legs out because they're, they're like grabbing your feet too hard. If that's too hard to imagine, just skip to the next part of the podcast. <laughs> Have you got any questions? We should do some of those annotations. Yeah, maybe some annotations. annotations. It's a pretty tough one to answer, though, to be it's fair. It's a hard one to annotate because we need to find all the stuff where we can... Yeah, can I be. can't think of any examples where that has happened in matches, but I know what you mean. Like a crab ride, they hold your legs, that sort of defense where you're sort of pulling the heels. But if you work from a standing position, like that sort of crab ride where you're standing, if you get an S-grip, you can still like push them below you and then climb the body to the shoulders and eventually get a grip on their face. And once you have the face, they can't really curl up in a ball because the face is really good leverage to pull them back. So, I mean, if you try and copy that sort of thinking, but upside down, it should work the same way. Give me a cool. question. You want a question? Go I've on. Got, I actually forgot to put up a question box. I'm just answering questions you I answered on my wanker. stories. But you that's can, fine. I can you do can that. check can the tube. I train late. I train. I train nights and work early mornings. Any ideas on how to fall asleep? I did answer this on my stories, but people would have forgotten, so I'll answer it again. It's fucking hard. It's very hard to do. Have a wank. Have a wank. Even better, have sex. That will actually help you fall asleep faster. That's true. Um, what I think you should do is 10 to 15 minutes after training, stretch. Get yourself just nasal breathing. 
Mm. That will help you get into the parasympathetic nervous system so you can True, calm the breathing. down faster. Breathing and stretching is absolutely key. And that'll also allow you to eat a meal quicker. So once you've done the breath work, 10 to 15 minutes, 10 is a minimum. You can go home, have a meal that you would like to eat and that you know will sit well with you. That's going to be different for each, each person. Um, ideally, like a carby meal because that, that may help with sleep. Take a magnesium. Again, that's going to help you get into the parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system, help you relax. And then when you're in bed, you're all tucked in. You could, no phone, either read or you know meditate or have some kind of like noise, like a, one of those sleeping noises going on that you can look up. But ideally you don't want the phone. So I recommend read until you get tired and then go to sleep. For breathing exercises, I was recommended five seconds I, I, in. I mask when you sleep. Five second hold, seven seconds out, five second hold. It's actually pretty easy pretty. later in the day. I find sometimes in the morning it's tricky for whatever reason. It's called box breathing? Uh, I don't know because it's not else. exactly equal. It's like five, five, seven, five. But yeah, yeah. basically that. It's be a box, yeah. Yeah, fucking love box. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, ch- try, that, try that breathing work. Get a magnesium in. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Have a warm shower, not a cold shower. Well, after you've had the warm shower, your body will do a better job of cooling itself yeah. down. Ooh. Okay. 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 <laughs> Shout out, Scotty. All right. Love, Scotty. Give, a, give us more breakdowns, please. We've actually already answered this, and we are agreeing with you, mate. We are going to do more We're breakdowns. We're doing it. Fucking be patient, you cunt. Yeah, be fucking patient, you asshole. It'll be oh. out before this podcast. Potentially, most likely, it will. Here's a good one. Opinions on shoplifting. <laughs> I fucking love it. You yeah. go. <laughs> Have you ever shoplifted? Yeah. Have you actually? Yeah, when I was a teenager. What did you shoplift? Just little shit. Fucking cars, <laughs> TVs, guns, <laughs> electric appliances, electric iPods of people in no, the street. Small stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually use the shoplift. Holding so. people at gunpoint. <laughs> That's so just funny. <laughs> just little bits here just and there to get you by. Just little bits here and there, but gunpoint, bit of yeah. knife points. No. Uh, no. I've shoplifted some stuff when I was a kid. Who, yeah. who fucking hasn't, huh? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, look at... You know, before don't point you, the finger at don't fucking Don't throw me. stones at a glass house, cunt, <laughs> from a glass house. Whatever Jesus said, you know. Right, what I've stolen as a list uh, will start from some primary, um, primary school... Low. High to low. Whatever, I just go. Right, we'll just start from chronologically. <laughs> so, first, I stole my mother's affection from my older brother. That was easy. Then we went on to shop when I was selling sweets in that's, school. That's the worst of all. That ruined that's him for probably life. Probably literally true. And although middle child, so probably not. Um, so, gobstoppers used to sell them in school. Then I realized, you know what's even more profitable than buying and selling them? It's just stealing them <laughs> <laughs> and selling them. And then I moved on to rip rolls. And then eventually I got too big time where I couldn't even shoplift. I mean, you can only shoplift so much, right? But as a child, two pounds meant a lot. So, that was decent. But then eventually you realize, like, 
I'm not just making two pounds anymore. I need the big bucks. So I stopped stealing for profit and I started stealing for fun. And once I actually felt bad on the shop that I kept stealing from because I saw like <laughs> I saw like new signs on the door <laughs> saying like say basically saying two school children at a time and like you know you will be prosecuted. So I went to the shop opposite and this fucker caught me the very first time I shoplifted a Kinder Bueno. I I was like mm, nah, I don't want anything. I took the bueno and left the shop ran down the street and he was like hi hi and he chased after me and then he grabbed me by the wrist and took the bueno out of my hand and said don't come back to my shop and that was it and there i was laughing go. i was like okay okay i won't do that anymore <laughs> yeah it's so embarrassing getting ran down by like a 40 year old did you steal again uh i did steal again but not from him yeah Cars, knife points yeah and, and it sort of trailed off at that point at that point it was just sport it wasn't for profit you know not not for profit organization there you go so uh, what was the actual question? Opinions Thought, on shoplifting. Opinions. So yeah, like if you're a cracker or, or you have no other option, like shoplifting is a them. great option to make money. Uh, like you basically, instead of paying for the goods, you just take them. For free. Yeah. So I don't but know why risk. you wouldn't do that. Basically, it just seems a bit weird, right? Yeah. I think I used to steal Pokemon toys as a really young kid from a supermarket. They must have been like four or five bucks. Pink Panther. But yeah, all that. Uh, it's probably just lollies, same as you. Lollies, lollies, yeah. Sweets, as you call them in God this country. Stoppers. All that shit. You would call a sweet a lolly in in Australia. In Australia, all sweets are lollies in Austria. In Australia, yeah. Austria, lollies. Hitler was from Austria. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Topical. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> focus on short or long term good idea to pair related topics like open guard plus leg locks Thanks. pair them up man actually yes countering the outside passer yeah good uh, so yeah open guard and leg locks I would say a better pairing would be let's say you work on one move you see a move that you enjoy you're like yeah I'm going to try that move it looks flashy and I'll, I'll catch people out and it fits in nicely with what I'm missing out do that move but then also Quickly find an like an opposite move to it, if that makes sense. A reaction move. E.g. K-guard with armbar. K-guard triangle. K-guard to like matrix, for example. But then that's kind of different. Like, so you could say, let's talk about like technique trees, right? You have K-guard that goes off into matrix, goes off into backside 50-50, goes off into like outside ashy. Right, but you could also have on the level prior to that you have K guard ent entering into those three, or you have K guard going backwards to the armbar. So I would prefer to pair K guard and armbar as like opposing ones, and then you will get more you do, you do, successful practice. You do like that combo, yeah, exactly. You do yeah. like that combo. K guard armbar, and then like after you've got those two, where you feel like I have a decent threat, whether people give me the arm or the K guard then I'll improve my follow-up options off the K-guard. Or, like, it doesn't really matter, I guess, what, what order you do it in, but I'm just thinking, like, you'll probably get more subs if you initially have a broader range of techniques to pick from in more open positions rather than having to chase one specific thing in a position that's very open where there's lots of options. Yeah, so, like, K-guard and armbar will work perfectly, like, because there's... Well, I don't know about yeah. perfectly, but like, let's say you're trying to get the reaction from K-Guard and like, then actually, if they're starting yeah. to lean over more, doing some dumb the shit, going to be in. there or the triangle's going to be there. Yeah. So, so you pair things that would 
reaction wise be easier to get yeah and specifically in open positions where there's going to be lots of different things that they can do to defend you don't want to just be a master of k guard because you might not ever get there if someone keeps giving you the armbar so it's better to have a broad range of decently good techniques in the open guard where you can eventually funnel people to the moves that you are best at e.g i want to leg lock someone i go via k guard but i go via threatening the armbar to force them to give me the k guard Fair play. That's great, mate. Great. Thanks, mate. Funnel them in. Like Funnel. sheep. Like a, sheep like to a the cat, herd. Like a cattle dog into the herd. Yeah. Yeah. Love great. herding cats. Uh, focus <laughs> on short slash long term. I don't really get that, but both, right? You have a long term goal and then you set shorter term goals to achieve the longer term goal. You've got to do that, mate. Yeah. You've got to do that. You can have your big long term goal. How are you going to get them? You need to have daily practice, then like yeah. monthly monthly goals around that, weekly goals, daily yeah. goals. Goal to be more well-rounded. Where am I less good? Break it down. I'm less good at passing. I do a bit of passing or I'm really good at certain bits of passing, but not this. So I'll do the other shit that I'm bad at. And then overall, you'll become more well-rounded in the long run. Yep. But in the short run, you work on little bits here and there. There you go. Great. It's Thank you. Daily, each time you go in, have a little task. Daily. Have a little da task ready for you. GRM daily. Yeah. Feeling overwhelmed by so many DVDs and areas to study. How do you choose what to? Those two questions. Okay, link that really makes well. more sense. Feeling overwhelmed by so many DVDs and areas to study. How do you choose what long to focus term. on, short yeah. or long term? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. There so yeah, you just do what you want, basically. What you enjoy to do, like, because there's no, there's no like best course of action, I guess. Like, what's most effective one year changes to the next, unless you're like at the very forefront of grappling. It's not really going to matter, right? You've got places to improve everywhere. So basically, just do what tickles your fancy and then from there like, yeah do we, we, just do just do what you want right just do what you want. <laughs> yeah do what you it looks like you will enjoy to do and then and what brings you the most satisfaction and probably what suits your body type like if you're a fat pig you're not going to be inverting mate just stop you're gonna shout jay bell man you're gonna <laughs> hey he's not even fat he's just chunky he's just big boned no nah, he looks good shout out south park <laughs> he's not fat he's big boned jay bell looks good uh so yeah that's it. Do what you enjoy. And if you're really serious about it, you probably have to take a more like professional approach to it and just be like, what am I ser seriously, mate? What am I shit at? And then try and work on what you're worst at. What am I shit this at? What am I worst at? And yeah. Because watch that reel. In comp, you'll get, you'll come across that moment there where you're like, fuck, like I'm in a good position, but this isn't my best position. And you need to capitalize I would on. much rather have just finished this cunt here. If only I'd spent a bit more time you know, strangling people in whatever front headlock. Yep. Yeah. Only squat once a week. Should I back squat or front squat, mate? That depends how well you squat. If you're really good at back squats and it causes you no pain, you don't feel like it, you don't feel compressed after you do it, then you can back squat. However, with a busy jiu-jitsu schedule, I think for most people who don't have excellent squats, meaning you can get to full range of motion with no problems or feeling compressed, you should probably front squat or belt squat. Front squat means it's going to be a little bit less compression on the spine. It's going to keep you in a more upright position. It's just easier, not necessarily easier to do, but it's it's going to fatigue you less with axle loading than the back squat. So it's hard to say. It, it, it depends, really. 
but I would say for most people, front squat. I like that bar. Sorry, Zercher Zer- squat. Yeah, the, sa- the safety bar is excellent, but again, that can be quite compressive on the spine. Again, it depends how well you can squat, what, where your hips are. A lot of people just get into the Zercher squat or a front squat variation. It's hard to fuck it up. You're going to stay more upright. You're going to feel more comfortable in that squat. I like the safety bar. You barely have to use your hands. You don't. It's no. just nicely nestled around you. Safety bar is fantastic. A warm embrace. I get a lot of people on the safety bar. What yeah. I have found with a lot of jiu-jitsu fellas, though, is back squats, safety bar squats. They do compress the spine a little bit, and some people get a little bit of back pain after. So if you've got access to a belt squat, which is actually quite rare, then you should belt squat, which is great. Otherwise, zerch squats and front squats are your next best king. Shout out belt squatting. Yeah. Better than squatting. All right. Let's answer the next question as per the usual format. Options. That is the usual format, yeah. Hold on. Options for attaching to outside passes when playing seated guard slash leg locking versus opponents who run. So, I would say, again, Gordon is probably the one to watch for this. Uh, By staying seated, so let's say outside pass, their hips back, hands low, and they're just trying to push you onto your back and then run around the outside. So, ideally, you need to stay seated and you need to not be passive in the hand fighting. So, it's going to be, if you, if you actually want to be aggressive, it's going to be a very high-paced match in that you're going to have to be seated and have to be pushing in. Because if you're passive, then they'll start to bump you and they'll get the sort of like seesawing reaction. And then once you're getting bumped and you're kind of reacting to them, it will be easy for them to start faking and force you to go to your back. And then once you're on your back, again, it's going to be very hard for you to hand fight with their basically just a hand fight with them and they'll be able to control your legs and start to circle left and right and it's going to be much easier let's say you do get like a grip on them for them to rip all the way up and as you go to supine they'll clear the grips and then as you're chasing their legs they'll clear the leg grips and then you're just back to a supine position where you just used a lot of energy to pull yourself up they just use their legs to pull themselves away and you're a bit more tired you can go the Lachlan route which is like completely allow them angle and like allow them to get to north south and just work from there to try and get uh like leg locks basically or arm bars so you can work from the north south supine guard if you're very confident there but it requires a lot of flexibility and ab strength and good awareness of like self framing or you can try the gordon route which is basically staying seated the whole time and chasing your opponent and not giving them time to start setting up the like pushing and circling and faking and all this kind of stuff um trying to think who does a very good job of chasing watch joseph chen and isaac michelle joseph chen eventually has a very good like basically wrestling up off when your partner tries to push you onto your back they've got that shoulder post you can hit wrestling moves from there and you can hit duck unders and stuff off your from a, a half seated position or from a seated position so that might be the next one to look at right when everyone starts to pass the same way keeping clear of the guard and just running to north south getting advantages angle and then coming in then probably the new style of guard play will be much more wrestle up focused to force your partner to use their legs to keep you where you like pin you on the floor so yeah i think rest like half wrestle ups to legs or using the legs to wrestle up you think wrestle ups are coming back I think they just need to be included as one of the primary threats rather than some rather than an afterthought or rather than like using the legs to get a wrestle up. Sometimes it's going to be just like direct wrestle up. Also duck unders from bottom. 
I think that is heavily underused and like, yeah, and also faking uh, like a sucker drag basically where you give people front headlock just to drag your head out and get to the back. Like these high risk strategies have to be used when people are being like negative and pushing you over because realistically there is some downside to being in guard in terms of like they can push your head and you can't push their head. Kind so not quite, but J point. Yes. Shout out cranial shift. It's not cranial shift. It's not the cranial, cranial shift. It's getting ahead and moving. Yeah, out. but face posting is definitely fucking annoying. If you're playing bottom and someone keeps pushing your face, you can either go two and one and try and drag them in. But if they're doing a good job, like just bumping it and bringing their arm back and pushing you, your lower back can get fucking tired before you get a chance to actually get anything going. So wrestle ups in that scenario, and then it will force people to sort of like actually engage with their legs and put their body weight over you to stop you wrestling up into them. Uh, so yeah. Give that a go. Get back to me. It's a tough one. I can see. What are your thoughts on Gordon Ryan versus Mason Fowler? Uh, I think Gordon's going to win that. For sure. I, I'm not sure how long the match is. I think it's like <clears throat> 10 or 15 minutes. If it's 30 minutes, it's definitely going to be Gordon. Uh, it also depends on like the rule set. I think if if Mason's not being forced to engage with penalties, then he's, he might find it pretty easy to just like skate around the outside but i would like to see uh how mason if how he were was going to sub gordon like how would he sub gordon if if he were to attempt yeah in in best case scenario how would he sub gordon uh like he obviously very good on the back when he gets to the back he can just basically body triangle and bridge i know that worked on craig but gordon is you know thicker than craig and gordon's way bigger than craig yeah he's he's a lot he's a lot Ticker torso, so it'd be more difficult. I also think Gordon will be more likely to just stand up and wrestle with Mason. And I mean, it'd be more tiring for Mason and potentially more chance for Gordon to get to top position and then start to work from there. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting match. It depends how long the time is and what the rule set is specifically. But the longer it goes on, the more it favors Gordon. And the more penalties awarded, the more it favors Gordon. But if there's any sort of overtime or that sort of thing, I think if Mason can get it to overtime, that's where he could, you know, dethrone the king. So that'd be actually very entertaining. I would love to see just Gordon versus Mason overtime. Yeah. I don't even want to see the 15 minutes because we all know how that's going to go. Just get into the overtime just straight away, fellas. Just get straight to the overtime. Ain't nobody want to see, you know, Gordon butt scooting towards someone or... I mean, I, I do want to see that as well, realistically. I want to see the whole match. I'm excited to see the match. Margali vs. Penner. That sounds great as well. I'm just enjoying the shit talk. It's sad that the match has to happen because as long as it hasn't happened, Marigali's just going to be talking shit the whole time. <laughs> I also like how Gordon started calling Felipe Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Philip? He's also um, ripping apart Lucas Barfosa. He's just yeah. been saying nasty, real nasty. Nasty things, stuff. Yeah. Nasty, nasty fat hobbit. We've got to finish. <laughs> we have to finish. <laughs> we have to. Yeah, it's 10 past five. All right, last question then. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Go on. Thoughts on Tainan, Tainan's potential success in Nogi and ADCC if he does it? Yeah, I think he'll do very well. He the is juice good. is worth the squeeze, as we've heard. And uh, yeah, I think, I mean, he's brought like 70 undefeated, or he was like 60 undefeated matches until Jansen Gomez beat him. But like, I mean, if you can do that in the Gi, you could probably do it in Nogi realistically. I mean, we saw... You're going to have good jiu-jitsu. What's his name? Elijah Dorsey was a gi guy. Nine months later, he's a no-gi trials champ. So yeah. 
I'm sure Tynan's been training in Nogi as well the whole time. And just because he hasn't been competing in it doesn't mean that he won't fuck everyone up. I just hope he doesn't do 88. What weight is he normally? 84. Don't know. Yeah, something like that. Probably he is very thick. He'll do like, 88 then. His cheekbones are extremely wide and yeah. I have no explanation for that. Yeah, no. yeah man. It's so weird. Maybe he's just born thicker. Beautiful. That'd be a good match, you versus Tynan. I'd like to see that. That'd be so good. As long as we're not allowed to grab each other, that'd be so good. That'd be so good. No contact, fellas. No contact. No contact. Guys, guys, guys. Cool it. Right, last last quick one. Oh. Um, I'm so sorry. We've got a bunch. Uh, really enjoying this podcast. Always re-listen to the old episodes. God, get Why life. would you do that, you fucking also, weirdo? Gordon Gaudio analysis was sick. Sick. There's a big remonetized paragraph fellas. on Paragraph that's remonetized. Let's just let you know, I don't take the podcast for granted. They're amazing, mate. He takes them for granted. Yeah, he fucking does. That's fucking exactly does. what someone who takes them for granted would say. say. Hello, fellas. Quick question. Any tips for passing when your partner's goal is to stand up? Keep them pinned down. Uh, go for float passing. Keep your head above your partner's head and always apply your body weight. Like you can try the loose style passing where you're going around the outside, but it's way more likely that they stand up unless you've got your like body weight physically over the top of your partner's body weight at some point. Like for them to stand up, they've got to do a technical stand up. For them to be able to do a technical stand up, they need to be able to bring one of their legs behind them. So if you control both the legs at all times, very hard for them to sit up. If you keep your body weight over them the whole time, it's hard for them to even get up to an elbow. So you can think of that as like a staging, right? You they start flat, they go to one elbow, then they go to their knee. And once they're on their knee, it's much harder to take them back down, right? They're kind of in a turtle position and they can try to stand up from there. So prevent them from getting to an elbow, prevent them from getting to a knee. You can do that by controlling the legs and you can do that by having your body weight over the top of your partner's body. Stand heavy. Body oddy. Stay heavy. Shout out Adiola. I think we got to finish down, fortunately. Burn my hands. So good to see you, man. Thanks, man. Good podcast. This is new. I like this. You're very learned in the realms of jiu-jitsu. You should try it one time. You should take it up full time. It's, should, bit, it's a bit gay in it for me. You should be, you know. No, I don't <laughs> grapple with other men. All right. Okay. Guys, like, subscribe. Do all that. Spotify, YouTube. Go buy Owen's Instructionals. Go have a look at Christian. You've been doing Osprey's a fantastic job of buying my instructional. If you want to get strong... Get on my strength programs now. Project Monclizzy's going well. Yep. Thanks, man. See Again, you guys. I'll just burn my own hand then, shall burn I? Burn your own hand. Bye. Ah.